this is Amy and Ryan. We are Morning Coffee Pod and we are today um, with Johnny. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Actually, I really want to hear what name you go under because your Insta <laughs> name is different. Well, I'm the same. You know the way you have your two tags. Yeah, I would go under a lot of different names, right? So my name is Johnny Hamilton and I go under the pseudonym of Jossie Pops which as quite a few people know by now because I sort of keep having to explain it but it's Jossie Pops is basically a pet name that my mum gave to me and that stuck all the way sort of through school and then it was like when I was forming my recent business I was like do a ride on that name or do a ditch it so I would normally get like J Pops or Pops or Joss or different things like that but Jossie Pops is the full title if you want to call me Jossie Pops, I will respond. Okay. If you want to call me Pops, I will respond. <laughs> Basically, you could probably call me anything, and I'll most likely respond. So long as it's but it's not offensive. <laughs> well, I'll probably respond to offensive stuff as well. I'm pretty, pretty lax, so whatever. But yeah, that's where Jossie Pops come from. So instead of going for this, probably bang straight into the whole fitness side. But when I was naming my new gym, I was like, instead of calling it like the Dungeon Hell or Barbell Destroyer <laughs> yeah. or something or something which sounds really intimidating, I thought, you know. Jossie Pop sounds quite fun. Yeah. So yeah. it's like an elf, you know, the bit where they go like, Francisco. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's <laughs> Jossie Pops. Right, yeah, good. so it's an easygoing name. It's not offensive. Sweet. It's just just what it is. Yeah, I suppose that's quite against what the what the fitness industry is usually like. Yeah, well, it's it, usually like, it's very oh, much like, yeah, gains, bro. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. Push it hard. All this, yeah. Thing, yeah. So the whole sort of like aggressive being popping angry people all that yeah i'm not about that i'm about a bit of fun but definitely the fitness side so it's i'm a big advocate for fitness sweet so specifically on that fitness then you have your own gym so yeah um i've just yeah work away tell us all about it well it's i started my own studio there um it's that's sort of the byproduct of discovering my life basically um I started off as an engineer, mechanical engineer, I went through Queen's, I did my fitness um, instructor award way back when I was studying, when I started studying at Queen's, so it was sort of a personal trainer back then, but then I put it in the back burner when I got my mechanical engineering degree. So I worked very much for the man for years, um, then started my own business, and I enjoyed being freelance and self-employed, so I was a bit of a computer geek, and then I realized I wasn't getting the social interaction that I craved. Um, I was very much in the house by myself, just working on a computer. So it was a CAD technician or a CAD monkey, as they get the name. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was working on like Revit and stuff. And it was all good. Like it paid the bills, definitely. It was a well-paying job, but it wasn't really where my heart was at. So at that stage, I was doing very long story short, but doing modeling and fitness modeling stuff. Went over to London and got into that in sort of a big way, which was cool. Got signed with a couple of agents. And then from there... I just realized that fitness was life. So it was like hashtag life goals for <laughs> fitness. So I was like, right, I need to need to do that. Um, and then I realized, well, I could pick up on the personal training thing because I was training so much myself and I was training loads of people, but just not taking money for it because it was friends and family and, you know, oh, they needed advice. So I was always doing that anyway. And then I was like, well, why am I doing something which I don't particularly enjoy the engineering when I could be doing something which changes lives, helps people, and also puts me in a place where I'm always, like, in, surrounded by barbells, because I've got, like, a fetish to be surrounded by weights and <laughs> dumbbells and air bikes and horrible gym stuff, but yeah. So that kind of, it's a natural business then, like, you were doing it anyway. Yeah, it's kinda... 
that's it basically Do you natural enjoy what you enjoyed? natural progression um i chased the whole uni thing and i did it got the degree got the t-shirt and realized you know it wasn't all that like mm-hmm. um it's sort of like the game of life you decide to go to the university but even at the end you still go back to the job you could have went from throughout university yeah, but hard. i'm a big believer in no regrets so every life's one big learning curve so it's what you take from it so mm-hmm. i've taken a lot from the engineering but also realized that Although I like to know how things work and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm a bit too creative for the engineering industry. Okay. As you were saying there, Ryan, it was like with you like all the facts and figures and yeah, yeah that's not me. I would rather yeah. like say one plus one equals 10 mm-hmm. and then like creatively Trying think of a way to make it look like 10 yeah. um, okay. where you're like, uh-uh. No, it's two. It's just wrong. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> the facts state that it's two. Yeah, it's that's like, probably where my computer background comes from. Yeah, so I have a background in computing and IT. That's probably where that, yeah, yeah, where that stems from. But uh, the fitness thing, does did it come from playing sports when you were younger? Like as a kid in school, you play like rugby and football, oh, hockey. Please or... tell me you were a secret fatty. Oh yeah, it was. Were you? Yeah. Oh, I love this. Okay. So much so I was bullied for it. Oh, so no, yeah. I don't love that. Uh, well, I love it because now it's like all it's the haters can yeah can stick that. But yeah, the, <laughs> I was the play way to put it. Uh, but. Enough. Yeah, no, the chubby at school, and then I progressed into rugby, which was what really started me. Rugby was great, but team games are weird, because if you've got, like, a ego and you're very driven to push yourself, if someone else isn't performing on the team, it's like, oh, really you know, like, we could have won if yeah. it was just a team 100% of me. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it doesn't work like that in real life. Like, that's it's a team sport. So then I realized that personal um, sports are good because then it's all on you so the only person you can blame is yourself because it got quite easy as well in like team games to oh if you lost you just shrugged your shoulders oh you lost whereas if it's a personal thing like if you're running a race and it's just you you're like i lost because i wasn't up to the standard so you get yourself up to standard whereas with team games like oh we collectively lost oh well i i did my bit but did you do your bit or was it maybe a flaw in your butt yeah okay so Played rugby, then went on to just training from then. So back from about 15 or 16, I was pumping iron, bro. So <laughs> it was, Sweet. Yeah. And then basically just kept going from there. Um, I never, the funny thing is, a big time into running at the minute. Not that I overly enjoy it, but I realize that I can do it. I can zone out pretty quickly. Okay. So it just means that I can run longer distances because I don't really tend to yeah. consider the distance that long. Okay. I just keep you just going. just go for a run and... Yeah, like a Forrest Gump sort of thing. You just yeah. run and run. Exactly. And run. Yeah, we'll get a good audiobook, and I would argue the point that anyone could run. You know, yeah. it's it's one of the most natural things that humans do. You know, yeah, go way back. That's what we did. Yeah, we can run. We're physically good at running. Um. Yeah. So the back at school, I always used to skive off cross country. I'd always make up like letters from my mom, like saying, "Uh, yeah, Jonathan can't run today because of a sore ankle or something." Yeah. <laughs> when in reality, I wrote that myself, and it was. Yeah. Um, he did cross country, but I really hope your mum's not listening. She'll be so annoyed. She will. She'll be like, what? Chelsea Bobs? <laughs> I dare you. Yeah. Very good. Now, like running, I struggle running. I can't zone out. Yeah. I can't get it. I, you know, if I listen to music, listen to podcasts, audiobooks, I can't. I, I don't know why. I just can't break it. Yeah. I can't. I can't break the the monotony of it. Yeah. I'm just running and not doing something so there well two different thoughts on that first of all like audiobooks is good for me if i'm not pushing time so if i'm wanting just distance Mm -hmm. i can zone out and get into the book so i'd more encourage you to get better audiobooks or get better 
books which really the one I was listening to there which recommend to everyone uh, David Goggins You Can't Hurt Me I was about to talk about David Goggins jeez oh, that guy is incredible yeah. um, but that book and it's so suitable to run to because all the way through it it's really motivational it's really it's about a guy and he runs like ultra marathons for fun with broken legs um, but he's just he's a machine he's an absolute yeah. machine he's a weapon um, but when you're listening to that and you're doing like your five miles in and you're starting to feel sorry for yourself you're like um, no, this guy ran another 95 miles so suck it up and <laughs> keep running yeah so it's a bit of a powerhouse like um, yeah. but he just sort of got up one day and started running yeah well that's like, it yeah he was like a big he just, guy and then he just started like, what, what was he he was like a he pest control or something pest control there was a bit of history there I think he obviously a bad upbringing which gave him that drive I think yeah. and then I think he did some sort of marine training yeah initially. I think he's one of the only, then, only people to go through marine training three times yeah oh he's unreal too like it, just the stuff he did was like defied all things but he just he has I think I would don't tell him this it, it would challenge me up, I but I think well, he's like. borderline insane <laughs> if you listen to some of the things yeah um, he's just he's got between the barrier of like this is sensible and this is ridiculous yeah he's hasn't got that barrier, he doesn't have the barrier. so i do agree that people can push themselves and really drive themselves and yeah. stuff but i almost think that he's missing then that that barrier that fence yeah so that fence is gone and he's pushing into the absolute borderline ridiculous which is really good to an extent to an extent but then sort of like well where do you draw the line you yeah. know because yeah. he is borderline and seeing some of the stuff he does so yeah. It's, it is crazy. It just questions like, is that if we had? So if you imagined if there was a special pill, well, it probably is. But if you imagine <laughs> there's a special way to push everyone to, like the nth degree, yeah. is that safe for society? And I don't think that possibly okay. is. Like, oh, yeah, like I, if everybody was a David Goggins, yeah, if everyone was a David Goggins, how crazy would the world be? Because yeah. everything would be pushed to a level of like, whoa, could the human body do that? Yeah, I if we were like. We came from Kilkeel to Bango this morning and we'd be like sprinting up sprinting, the road. Yeah. Like yeah. Computer on our back. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. See you in two did, hours. Did you <laughs> see you in 20 minutes? Yeah. Did you not do that? No. I mean, I did. She took yeah. the car. Yeah, I took the car. I was following him just to make sure he was okay. You had the sat nav and he, yeah, just, he followed just, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was it. <laughs> just so you could know the direction. Yeah. Oh, do you know? Well, I was saying earlier, like, I don't run unless there's somebody chasing me, like me and running are not friends. But then at the same time, like, if I was to take my dog out, and she was having fun running and I'd be like, you know, chase every so often. It's it's quite enjoyable. But that's not like I would not be Yeah. Running marathons or anything. No, running was never fun for me. But like whenever I got stressed, like in school, whenever I got stressed I went to the gym. Yeah. Like whenever we were playing rugby, like all the fellas went to the gym. Yeah, yeah. And just whenever things like like I don't know, even when I got like a sore back or something, I went to the gym. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make sense, but I, <laughs> I've got a sore back, so I'll train my back today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's back day today. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's sort of like a bit of a release. I don't know. No, it definitely it's is. It's things, Yeah, well, yeah, you get a release of endorphins when you push yourself. That's why people get fun out of the gym. Yeah. Um, so when you push yourself to that level, your body has to find a way to make you enjoy this or to keep going. So yeah. you release endorphins, so you yeah. get that feel-good factor, which is like some people talk about the second wind. Yeah. Um, so that would be something along those lines. But the... Uh, yeah, no, it's generally a good release. It's like a dog. Um, a dog needs walked. If it's mm -hmm. got pent-up energy and it's chewing everything in the house and people are like, why is my dog chewing everything? And it's yeah. like, well, what has it done today? Like, this is an animal in the end. Um, yeah. Nothing. It's sat on the couch and now it's chewing things. And it's like, well, what do you want it to do? You want yeah. the dog to sit on the couch all day? Yeah. Like, it's an outside thing, so it should 
be trained it should be move or allowed to move to yeah. energy it's the same as humans then so basically we need to move we need to get yeah. that excess energy out yeah. um we'll find ways not to do it our mind will always put up barriers like oh i'd rather watch netflix and chill but yeah yeah <laughs> so you have to get out and- exactly so it's more if you can and or work yourself so if you do you go to the gym you'll release that energy and you'll feel better about yourself yeah a lot of people do it. I would do it as well for like if you're ever feeling like cloudy brain, there's so much going on and you just need clarity. You're like meditating's a good one, but also going to the gym's a good one. Just going and just getting yeah. the stress out. Yeah. It works. Most I of the time. Take note. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised, you mean I would. Yeah, you really would. It's it's something yeah. This is good there and learning more too. I'm like Yeah. Well, my my quote, I made this up. It's so good, but it's um, you can't say you hit the kitchen, so why do you say you hit the gym? So on that principle, if you think about it, no one has ever in the history of anyone said, "Oh, I hit the kitchen," mm-hmm. but then the same person would go, "Oh, I hit the gym." Yeah. But you don't hit the gym. It's what you do in the it's gym. What you do there. So it's like if you don't like Mexican food and all you cook every day in the kitchen is Mexican food, and then change the food, you know, make Italian, yeah. and whoa, suddenly you like the kitchen again. Yeah. So it's in the gym. It doesn't have to be about lifting weights or going for runs if you don't like runs. Yeah. You know, you can do yoga, plates, all sorts of dance. You know, oh, dancing yeah. is technically yeah. the gym. So yeah. if you enjoy going going out on a Saturday night with the girls or whatever, dancing, that's exercise. So it's just about doing that within a space. So I could blast the music out here and have a full nightclub going on in here, but that's just a form of exercise, <laughs> dance. What time's that at? And when? Yeah, <laughs> Starts in 25 minutes. Oh, excellent. <laughs> we wrap this up and get the party yeah, on. I'll just go to the, the weights part. Where you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you could do like weight dancing as well. Oh, develop oh is that any? Yeah, yeah. 100% we get hurt. Made that right up. <laughs> yeah. I think they call that Les Mills body pump or something. <laughs> Sorry, Les Mills, for that. But. Uh, brilliant. Uh, so, another thing that you probably, well, you must be really into is your nutrition. Mm. Mm. Is, well, it, is it 80%? I think I heard that there was like nutrition 80%, gym 20%. Yeah, well, there's, <laughs> there's loads of figures thrown around. In the end, you could never set foot in the gym in your life and you could lose weight by sorting out your nutrition. Yeah. So that's that does personal trainers out of jobs. But what we sort of say is that you need to get your nutrition on point. So no matter how much I train you, if your nutrition's crap, then basically you're not going to see as much results as what you should have. You may build muscle yeah. and feel stronger with yourself, but if your nutrition's crap, you're gonna still suffer. Mm-hmm. So on the opposite side there, if you had your nutrition on point, you'd never need to come to me, but you're not necessarily gonna perform better, lift better, move better, move yeah. faster. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's where the gym and the nutrition complement each other. So exact figures, I don't know where that magical figure's plucked from. I've heard it a million times, 20% yeah. nutrition. Yes, it 100% more on the nutrition side than the exercise yeah. side, but then it depends what your goals are. So yeah. if I was looking for strength, I'm going to need to go to the gym a lot more than what... Well, once again, their nutrition is key. So, yeah, yeah, it's one of those, Balance, like... Really. Yeah, it's a grey area. I don't know where that figure comes from. Yeah. But it is true. So if you get your nutrition on point, everything will flourish. But the yeah, problem is a lot of people's to, yeah, nutrition is far from on point. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, as you said there, the gym is 100%. Like your strength, your mobility... Just how you move as a person. That's yeah. really come into play nowadays with mobility side. 
mm-hmm. and which I try to do a lot in, with my clients is getting them to move better mm-hmm. because the best example is like if you look at a child, a toddler, how they squat, it's the most natural thing you'll ever see and they've no problem and they can, they can sit down on their honkers and there's no issue. Whereas if you ask an adult to do that, it's the hardest thing for them. They're all stiff, they're bent over, they don't move right. But it's, it's just over the years we've got sort of muscle bound technically. Yes, stiff, yeah. <laughs> the phone pose where you just yeah. hold the phone up yeah. to your face and like that but, but that's, that is the thing with pilates like that's where the basis of it comes from isn't it from like toddlers movements or something i think the original study of it was to how to train your but you're looking at me like yeah i don't know keep going anyway <laughs> yeah. i'm like wait i'm probably telling yeah. a lie no <laughs> like it's it's from child's children's movements to um kind of you know, it's more freedom. Yeah, well, adults, you're- I can't, I, not a, I don't really know much about Pilates or yoga now, but I would definitely be an advocate for it because it does help how you move. I don't know how it stemmed from or what it stemmed from, but definitely yoga. I would do a lot of like yoga moves with the clients and stuff because I know that it helps their movement and their yeah. mobility within that. Now, obviously, it's origins and stuff like Pilates. I don't know where that came from. I probably should do a bit of research into that, but yeah, I don't teach it, so I don't. He'll go and look this up later. And I will. I'll be straight up and go. Such a liar! Like, why does she say things? No, we <laughs> <laughs> that girl. <laughs> That's it. Oh, Very good. So, um, where we're sitting in your gym at the minute? Yeah. Um, which is class. So we have the Jossie Poxes on the wall, which I'm loving, like the kind of graffiti style, which is class. Yeah. Um, but tell us how this kind of came about. Like the place looks great. Yeah. Right, so that was another long story. They're all long stories, never a short story to me. <laughs> Not a long story. Um, basically, I, well, I'm based in Bangor. My studio was in Bangor. So I had tried to set up a number of different places um, in Bangor. I wanted to go hard or go home. So I wanted a big studio. I'd, the whole um, sort of functional training is a big thing now. So that's like flipping tires, the battle ropes, mm. all that sort of actual functional stuff that your body should be able to do. And you could probably take, to, take with you in normal life. Um, in case you want to hit things with sledgehammers and stuff but yeah no it does, it does serve a purpose um, so I'd want to open a big sort of gym with that and just get a big community together not like not like CrossFit but with similar um, principles as CrossFit because um, it's what flourishes and what works um, but yeah three venues down after a number of different incidents none of which were my problem I just decided right screw this a small studio within my house it's just going to be the easiest because no one can have an, it. It was all the external factors was determining how I progressed my career. So I needed to reconsider and say, right, I need to be in charge of this. I need to be the person who decides what way my career goes instead of an estate agent or a charity shop or a bad landlord. All oh, the different yeah. things you experience when you're trying to find a property. But um, so that's... That would be difficult, especially around here, like North Down. Yeah. Like, well, bangers... Well, there's there's copious amounts of space in Bangor, but it's just whether or not they make it easy for you. So rates is a particularly high thing. Yeah, that's Um, what I was thinking. Like up around here, you've got... Yeah, it's very high, yeah. Um, And they can't really do much about it. So Bangor, they like to give off big time about the rates is high, which it is. Um, But at the same time, it's not easy for someone just to come in and set up a small business your the estate agents don't make it easy which we find um we also find then that charity shops have endless pits of money and not that i'm anti a charity shop but as a prime um center city or town center location for a charity shop i don't think it's really necessary yeah because 
I feel it should maybe be in the outskirts where they can have a massive shop with loads of stuff to sell. So definitely pro charity shops, but a town center high street location for a charity shop is yeah. not really necessary, I believe. I think a juice bar with a big, like massive gym bang in the town center would have been a lot better. Yeah, um, yeah that sounds good. And then landlords as well being too picky. So they yeah. want clients in, they want their space filled, but yet they wouldn't cover particular costs and stuff. You're like, right, okay. well. There's probably so. lots of insurances and stuff that would come with. Yeah, the well, they just, I think they rate their property it more than what. Rates than what was going on. Yeah, right, the, okay. they rate their property more than what it's really worth. And it's mm, like, do you want okay. it filled or not? I'm prepared yeah. to take it off you now. But at the same time, it's what they're covering. Because for the likes of a gym, yeah. there's not really much they need to cover like the shell of the building and the roof. So one place we looked at, the landlord was like, well, I'm not covering the roof. And when we went to look at it, the floor, there was water on it. So it's like, well, the one thing that's going to go in here is your roof. roof. So you want me to take on your property and cover your roof? Sure, when it falls in, I've got to spend 20 grand fixing it. Um, Yeah, yeah. so it really doesn't make sense. So it's like, well, what exactly are are we paying for here? You know, we're just renting literally a space. And if the roof falls in, we're covering your... So... It's just different barriers were put up, so it became very quick then that, right, I can run my business, have small groups, probably max three people, and just run it from my studio. So I spent the money, forked out for decent equipment, because I didn't want, obviously you have the initial thing, oh, it's potentially a garage, which it's not, it's a studio. Um, But when it's set up like that, you feel that people are going to come in and you're going to have this wee rickety bench with like, ancient yeah. dumbbells with rust everywhere and stuff and you're like it couldn't be further from no, that definitely not. This place yeah. is great. so it's if you invest the money and make the place look like a studio where people are comfortable to sit and be and yeah. perform and whatever then it's yeah. that's when people yeah. thrive as such but it probably helps you as well do you call yourself a personal trainer i am a personal you're trainer, a personal yeah. trainer yeah. just I'm just double sure. check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because if you're only training like one, two, three people at a time, as opposed to having like 35 people tearing away in a big gym yeah, and doing everything wrong. Yeah, you, your attention would be split a lot more. You've got more control. Now, there's nothing wrong with classes. And if people are yeah. well versed in the exercise, then they don't always need guidance. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. The bigger you run a class and the more newbies in it, the more chance of. Um, the technique not being performed correctly yeah. and then yeah. more chance of injury yeah but yeah on a one-to-one level you can very much guarantee that you'll make the move properly that's what you're educated and trained in so you can yeah. make get the best from them yeah and such and that's why people in the end pay for personal training so um people can say oh it costs too much i'd rather go to class and you're like well that's okay i'm happy for you to go to classes there's no thing yeah. there but if you want one-on-one 100 percent devoted trainer yeah, totally bespoke service for yeah you, your needs and... to program for what you're after yeah and that's what a personal trainer does um perfect yeah. timing i suppose for you as well like it's a really big thing about home at the minute um mm. so like i can imagine the whole fitness thing is really booming at the minute yeah yeah big minute. time um yeah it's definitely on fire every it seems to be such a hot topic and stuff on instagram as well it's just yeah. everyone's fitness and everyone with their booty shots and they're all uh, flipping how much they can bench yeah (laughs) how much they can bench and how much they deadlift and all so it's not real if you don't put it on insta though isn't it yeah of course yeah all you need is 10 (laughs) seconds of footage and then that's that means you can do it i think we were joking we went to gymnastics and as long as we got the video of us doing a backflip that's all we needed we could quit (laughs) 
So it's yeah. like we can show our kids in like 30 years time. It's like, like yeah, I can backflip. I almost like, made it yeah, to the Olympics. Can you still do it? And you're like, no, but I did it. I I've did got it. it on video. It means it's right. But My dad would be the same. Um, he's like, I, I was a PT back in the day. And we're like, right, dead on. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it's people always hold on to what they are now. Or sorry, to what they were. Yeah. As opposed to what they are now. So it's like, oh, I used to lift 120 kilo bench. And you're like, yeah. but what do you lift now? <laughs> and it, Cup it's, of tea. That's yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's sort of, it's only relevant if it's current, really. So yeah. it obviously you can say that, oh, I used to lift that. But as a, you know, what you should be performing like now is no relevance to what how you used to perform because yeah. it's about you at this precise moment. Yeah. So if I've got a client in, oh, I used to bench this and do this. I'm like, right, he's clearly capable but he's not going to go anywhere near that weight until I'm comfortable that he actually can lift yeah. a quarter of that weight. Where's your starting yeah. point? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you get people who come in very much immediately like, yes, I used to lift this. Let's load up the bench. And you're like, yeah. right, well, let's start you down here and see how you cope with that with perfect technique and form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a constant learning thing as well. It's it's fun as a trainer because you never stop learning. It's, I think it's the yeah. same with anyone. Yeah. If you have a closed mind in anything in life, you very much then struggle because... Mm-hmm no one can be better than you and no one can tell you anything and yeah that's when you'd suddenly come to a standstill whereas in training you're constantly learning you're constantly finding new ways to do things yeah and yeah like i had started crossfit there recently yeah i've been doing it for three months and it's just a complete learning game for me there's so many different lifts and stuff that i wouldn't have done previously which Mm. now i'm trying to learn yeah did you win the open i didn't win the open. i tried i tried i think it was like three thousand and whatever well Way, way down. Yeah, that's but, yeah, yeah. I'd be, I'd be chuffed for three thousand. Yeah, well, I don't, don't even know what I am. It's, it's actually, it's a real cool concept. So on CrossFit, yes, Amy, please tell me because I'm. I'm right, not sure. I don't know the actual. It's basically based on like cross training. So it's like the amount of different sort of staple movements you can do, and then they program it so that you could get a random what they call is like a wad. So it's like a workout of the day. So they'll program a workout of the day, which everyone has to do. And then you would, it's a very ego driven sport. And without being managed, it can be, I would say, not the best for someone. Um, so I've got to like word this well, because I'll get a load of CrossFitter haters. You'll suddenly all <laughs> no, your, we will. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's this Josie Bob guy? Who's this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So CrossFit is very good, but it definitely needs managed. From what I've experienced from it so far, the boxes, they call the gym, they do it, they train in a box. So basically it's like a massive warehouse with what you're seeing here, like the rubber floor and then loads of the barbells and weights. So as long as it's run right, which it should be, because they should all be affiliated to the brand. So CrossFit is a brand as well. Okay. So it's like Nike. Nike's a brand of shoe. CrossFit is a brand of training. Okay. Um, so to use that brand, you've got to buy into it you become an affiliate of crossfit um and i don't think they give out their affiliates easy so as far as i'm concerned any of the places that i've been from experience only have been top class the one i'm at at the minute is top class so i could be safe in saying that you're not gonna push yourself to the point that it's dangerous in there but crossfit just because it's very ego driven and at the end in a lot of places you write up your score so it's like every day is a testing day whereas you're never really training you're always testing where if you've got a decent coach in the CrossFit gym, they will tell you, look, rein it in. Let's try to train for a bit and then test maybe once a month or once a week max. But um, the problem with testing constantly, it's like if you were a 100 meter sprinter and all you ever did was sprint 100 meters, 
it's you're gonna hurt yourself you're gonna injure yourself every time you're going out you're going full out yeah. it's just a recipe for disaster um whereas what the cross what you wouldn't see the hundred meter sprinter do is all the time he spends in the gym all the time he spends in the pool all the time he spends on the bike all the different things that make him the best 100 meter sprinter so that's him training then he'll test he'll go to the track and he'll test his 100 meter sprint and he'll get his better times whereas if the trainer decide to say right 100 meter sprinter you're gonna test every single day and all he's doing is sprinting that 100 meters as fast as he can he's not gonna get anywhere apart from injuries because all he's gonna be doing is pushing himself to the level they shouldn't so with crossfit that's the major danger you see with crossfit is the fact that you'll get someone who's so driven by their ego that all they'll do every day is try to be the best version of them which then leads for just they're pushing themselves to the level they shouldn't push out they'll get an injury and drive through the injury and then they'll um, the next day they'll go back and try to push themselves to the level they've never been pushed up before and then the next day they'll go back and try to push the level and then the next so it just just because of ego, just because they want to be high up on the board. Whereas if they're managed right, which the gym does, Mm -hmm. um, it's about saying, yeah, how about let's train today? How about trying to work at a lower weight, get the techers on point and then push. And then in terms of, I presume that was a competition that you're talking about there. So yeah, that was more, more of a joke. No, no, the, there is people properly compete. So the CrossFit open is a, it's a global competition, which I'm new to, so this was only new to me. I think it started there about five weeks ago. But what they do every Thursday night is issue a new workout. So they issue a new wad, so workout of the day. Um, and you've got four days to do that workout and submit your result. So basically, you get a chance to do... So, um, layman's terms, do you know what a burpee is? Yes. So just say their wad, just to keep it really simple, was 12 burpees as fast as possible. Okay. Now, it'll be... Re- <laughs> typical crossfit it'll be like 1200 three, yeah 1200 burpees in two minutes or something but no with so it'll be like say it was 12 burpees as fast as pop- possible you'll literally go and do 12 burpees as fast as possible get your time record it in the leaderboard and then Try you will it. yeah you'll see globally where okay. you stand but obviously because the workouts are never just 12 burpees it's yeah. something extreme yeah. it's how you stand within that okay. so it's quite cool so i had I was doing the open this year, my first open, um, and all you do is just submit your scores. So it was interesting to see because for my category, I'm actually 36, which is crazy. Where did the time go? But I now fall into like a master's category, which is like, oh, what? (laughs) So I can't even, but so I think it's like 35 to 39 year olds or something. So it's interesting seeing how far you're on with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I'm finishing at the minute, but throughout the whole UK and stuff, yeah. you see, well, I'm quite like high up. Yeah, you're high up. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. Because it just gives you something to work for, and then that's back to ego then. So that's why then you go and do the thing again. Yeah, so next and year. Then you do it again, yeah. And then you do it again, and you yeah. get hooked. But CrossFit, the reason it works is community. They go mm-hmm. on the basis that community, they create this environment where people want to be part of. Yeah. And then you're around your mates and you're fist pumping and high fiving. Yeah. And it's, it's very cringy but very cool when you're in it yeah um so when people look at crossfitters they give them a bad rep like oh god look they're high five and they're fist pumping and stuff constantly but yeah. at the same time when you're in the moment and you've completely busted yourself to do a workout you feel yeah. really good about it and everyone's clapping and high-fiving you suddenly you feel like yeah i'm part of something here yeah and then suddenly it's not as cringy <laughs> but yeah for yeah. onlookers they're like oh, crossfit yeah yeah so i like to take and like my stories and stuff on instagram i like to take the piss out of them a bit um but it's yeah. very much on a level that I get them yeah. and I'm maybe one of them yeah. now. 
if you know what I mean. But yeah. I do, yeah. Yeah. I do for, like, for your score, do you have to do your workout in an affiliate gym? Like, you yeah. can't just do it here and say, well, oh, yeah, I did it in five seconds. You can do it here, but you have to record it and record it in such a way that they can see that everything's legit. As you can't time lapse. So, <laughs> yeah, no, you couldn't. So you could you could record it i could record it in here yeah. and then submit and it for it review right um but it would need to be like set at an angle so that they can see that your squats are deep enough or your presses are yeah. done correct and they can debate it so if you send okay. it in they can say look i'm sorry i'm not happy with there was right. three no reps in there that scores bad yeah whereas when you actually go down to an affiliate gym they have a judge beside you yeah. which is the first time i've experienced that because yeah. when you're getting told there's no reps and you're like, oh. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be so intimidating. Yeah, you almost <laughs> want to argue, but you're like, there's no point. I'm in the middle of the workout and someone said no rep. And you're like, no, it is. Yeah. Of course it is. What? And then you're like smashing stuff around yeah. you just because you're... I love that. Like, I've watched, I've watched like all the, um, all the documentaries on the games. Yeah, yeah. And like, whenever somebody gets a no rep, they just keep going. But like, as they do their burpees or whatever, they're still arguing. Yeah, they're that they're absolutely monsters. Yeah, like, yeah. These are the fittest of the fittest on earth, and like yeah. they're like, you know, squatting two hundred kilograms. And also shouting and, abuse. Yeah, they're the also judge. like shouting abuse at a judge. Like, like there's nothing to it. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's hard though because you think about it. You're literally. This is what I find as well with the CrossFit Open because it's like a massive leaderboard. Uh-huh. It's one rep can put you up three hundred people. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. like so if I got a workout where I got three hundred and three reps. If I got that 304, which was a new rep, and it could be a new rep by something silly, like my squat wasn't past my hip crease by like a centimeter, and it was very debatable, and she gave me a new rep, that's throwing me down 300 in that oh, leaderboard. So really you can get past, yeah, yeah, you can. And a, a lot of people, and this is back to the team sport, stroke, um, like single person sport, yeah. when you're just fighting for yourself, you know, you want you want it to be yeah. fair so you can get a bit yeah because it's irritable. not just yeah you think it's it should be just you who yeah that's what happens then when a judge comes along exactly and, nah. but then at the same time it makes you a better athlete too because he's increasing your form making it better yeah. and stuff so unless yeah. they get it wrong then it's yeah exactly but yeah you <laughs> sort of hope that you hate referees for a reason like yeah, yeah. No, just shout at them. sorry i told those referees out there we love you really no we, <laughs> no, we don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah no like the crossfit actually as well as the whole, like, I've never been to a CrossFit gym. I'm not sure. I, I don't think I'd like it, but I love watching it. I love. Why I would love, you not like it? I don't know. I, I, what are I your think barriers? It's probably, it's probably the cringy, the cringy thing that probably would put me off straight away. But whenever I'm watching it in the games, you know, whenever everyone has finished the workout, apart from that one guy who's 550 reps behind everybody, yeah. and they sort of like come behind him and like clap him on and he finishes, that's cool. But yeah, like, it is cool. Like emotionally yeah. invested in that guy's yeah. like yeah. motivation. Like, go thing. ahead, mate. Well, everyone, like with fitness in the gym anyway, everyone's on their own journey. So yeah. it's a lot of my clients who struggle with weight issues. They're like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym because everyone's judging me. And you're like, but are they really? Yeah, nobody. The, yeah. The, no one no cares. One cares. <laughs> no one actually cares. And that's what you try to convince them of. It's like they're in there fighting their own battle. Mr. Super Build Bodybuilder Buff is yeah. also probably suffering from body dysmorphia and that's why yeah. he's there so much and in such good shape because he's so hung up on how he looks small when actually yeah. he's the biggest guy in the gym. Yeah. Do you think he's really caring about the fat person on a treadmill yeah. who's sweating like mad? He doesn't. He doesn't care, you know. Yeah, he's more and worried about like his bicep needs to be two-thirds of an inch smaller. Exactly. And a slightly different angle. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's your own demons and on the fat thing, it's like if you're, you're probably not fat relative to someone who's like fat, yeah, <laughs> but you're probably then they're not relative to someone who's 
got more fat on them. So it's like, it's all subjective. It's all what, yes, you can be classed as overweight, but even that nowadays with like BMI, your body mass index, yeah. that can be so grossly wrong. Yeah. Um, because I think I'm classed as overweight, but it would be more because for my height and my weight, yeah. it's classing me in this category when yeah. in reality, hopefully I'm not overweight. Yeah, so that, you're, yeah. you've got more muscle mass. So, yeah. but it's just so, it's all subjective. But for the person who doesn't want to go to the gym because, oh, everyone's looking at me, they're not looking at you. They're all doing yeah. their own wee thing. Yeah. Um, yes, it may be intimidating, but it's it's not what It's really think. interesting, just like in terms of ego, like you've got your CrossFit where your ego is like to be the best, to be the best. Yeah, yeah. Like in terms of people who are intimidated by others, that's their own ego being like, yeah. everybody's looking at me, whereas yeah. actually they're not. Yeah. Like, your ego like, is every, there Everyone's ego is like, oh, everyone cares about what I'm doing. Yeah. But everybody has so much of an ego that everyone cares about <laughs> themselves too much. Yeah. 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 Well, I blame social media for that. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So, social media is a very horrible thing. It's also cool. It's amazing. And I definitely buy into it, but it is a horrible thing. And I think, quote me on this, but I think in like, 10 years time when they're doing like looking back on history as such of what's happened our era will be the era where there's been so much a massive gross increase in anxiety suicides everything and it's 100% down to social media they can be like trying to palm it off at the minute but you've seen a massive increase in stuff on that now but it's just because people are so under scrutiny 24 7 and there's these expectations which aren't written and no one actually just like the girl who goes into the gym and suffers because she thinks everyone's judging her. Mm-hmm. It's the same for social media. Everyone thinks they're under this level of scrutiny when they're actually not, but it's what they've created for themselves. So yeah. by your followers, if you think you've... Like, I have a real onus to post stuff because I feel, oh, well, there's X amount of people looking at me. I need to give them something. Where in reality, they don't care. They're following me because they find me interesting. And if I post something up, all fair and good, like, cool. Yeah, cool, yeah. But it's not because they want like i don't owe them anything yeah um, yes fair enough you get some random dm saying oh, you know posting stuff recently and you're like well I, i'm gonna post like yesterday but you know yeah. like Did you can I never have. please <laughs> yeah exactly back off but yeah it's just it's a weird time we live in because yeah. people are becoming dependent on something which is scrutinizing them so much and then it's forcing out inner demons which is yeah. anxiety and then anxiety is leading to yeah. worse issues but yeah definitely and it's not necessarily real like it's not you know, the your, whole your thing your friends quote unquote i'm doing this bunny years here yeah um like your friends on facebook or insta or your followers whatever yeah they passed you in the street like i have totally. one on facebook actually so that's my rule if i pass somebody in the street that's on my facebook friends list and they don't say hello if they're like a bit ignorant i'm like goodbye see you <laughs> later immediately wow. yeah that's why I was also, so like, on, on your birthday <laughs> if i notice that you come up on happy birthday i'm like they haven't talked to me in months bye happy birthday you lost a facebook friend yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <brutal. laughs> oh it's completely but facebook but like, is you it, have to facebook's different so for me facebook i will openly admit it is a business platform yes, for me well, actually, i don't like facebook um it is just a life comparison site yes and it's horrible um, especially since i think it went public as well like you can't even see your friends posts anymore it's yeah. all viral videos like well, who really cares about you eating like i don't know what was that thing i saw earlier it was like a some massive macaroni cheese covered corn dog you don't know oh, it, yeah. it? it was like why is this on my page yeah well that's that's the thing so on the personal training level i have a lot of people that sort of befriend me because they're interested in my services 
But then what you're left with is a friend list, which is huge. So it's like you've got like 1,300 odd people on Facebook, when in reality, I probably see 20 of those people <laughs> and class them as my friend. Now, that's not to say that I don't like these people. Of course, I like these people who have taken the effort to make me one of their friends. But then when your Facebook feed is filled with stuff like people you don't Joe, Mr. X has had a baby, it's like, well, congratulations on having the baby, but I don't really know you. So why is this on my feed? But it's just that's why with Facebook, for me, it's a total business thing. So it could come across quite egotistical and stuff that it's constantly me pushing my stuff. But for me, it's another platform. And I would yeah, openly I say that to people too. It's not, I don't hide behind the thing that it's like, yeah, I have 1300 friends or whatever. It's like the way Facebook is set up as a platform now, it's for me, it is a it is a way to target an audience. Um, and yes, if they want personal training through that, that's cool. Yeah, that's I'll take idea. them on, send me a message. And that's what it's about. I would be more pro Instagram. Although Instagram's very living your best life. And obviously the pictures you see up is not me constantly. Um, I do lead a normal life with a t-shirt on. Um, but it's um, very much once again. Why don't again, you have one on that? No, no. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> How awkward that situation <laughs> that be. Really they weigh in for a podcast and I'm there topless going, hey. Yeah. Let's talk 40, about weights, 45 bro. minutes in. Yeah. Like, just like, put the shirt on, yeah. on Johnny. Johnny, would you put a shirt on, please? No, this is how I lead my life. Yeah. I was in Costa before with a client meeting with yeah. my top off. <laughs> no, I do own t-shirts. Only time um, you, go, you put a shirt on as a bed. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Full on pajamas then. Like. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's like, it is, Instagram is very much living your best life. Um, so don't take what someone's putting up constantly. Yeah. And from being on that whole influencer, blogger, um train it's just it's it's hard work and that's when you're constantly scrutinized and it's just it's constant um so it's whether or not you buy into that so recently i took on like my instagram feed because i was following quite a lot of people just because i thought it was polite um became more of a a feed for i had a laugh and i was openly trying to tell all my through my stories i was openly trying to tell my followers this because i didn't want them to see that i'm not following now um, because I hate them because I don't it's just that my feed was being filled up with like makeup bloggers and um, <laughs> lipstick and what is it OOTD outfit of the day yes. so I'm constantly seeing these women outfits of the day and contrary to popular belief I don't wear women's clothes so it's like I'm seeing yeah, like he wears none yeah <laughs> I wear no clothes so it's um it's like constantly seeing lipstick and lip liner and whatever and it's like not really what you're into no. yeah well it's do you know each to their own if that's what people do that's cool and i'm totally pro that but it's not what i do so it's like my whole feed instead of seeing like gym stuff or whatever i'm yeah, constantly i'm just seeing see. the newest lip liner the newest outfit of the day the yeah. newest thing so it's like well is my feed serving me like what is what is the purpose of it yeah um so then i sort of took my numbers down a bit just so that i could be seeing stuff that is relevant to me so it's not that i didn't even find their stuff interesting um, it's more that it's more relevant to what I yeah. I'm interested in. Exactly. Yeah. So it's. And do you have you have your one Facebook page or your one Instagram? Probably for both. Is that your personal one? So we've recently started a podcast, so it's yes. only just pops. Um, and then I've got the Jossie Pops thing. Okay. Um, so which is my personal page, and then on Facebook it's just Jossie Pops Fitness, he which needs is to that. Learn from me. Yeah. You need like she has like. 347 Instagram pages. Right? Yeah. Well, that's maybe a bit of a stretch. I know like, all the passwords off by heart. Imagine if I did. She doesn't even have the password to this Instagram I don't, actually. I was like, Ryan, you're now in charge of morning coffee, but because I have to sign out of it to sign into some of my others and I forgot the password. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, it's very much like separating church and state here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then if you do that, I suppose you're starting from scratch again. Like, yeah. With your followers and then you're going to lose out because even if you put a post up to say, hey, I have this page, not everybody's, not everybody that follows you is immediately going to see that Oh, one, totally so not. Yeah. Them. Well, you can push traffic your way or different people's way and stuff. And like, um, I'm a big believer as well in cross-pollination. That's how the dream works. Um, it's basically helping other people to help themselves. It's the whole scarcity mindset really gets me where people are like, oh, especially in the personal training world, it's like if a client doesn't like me, he doesn't like me, he can go to another one. You know, there's yeah. millions of personal trainers out there. So I don't really need to sell myself. Um, as such, I'm literally, if you like what I do, you see my stuff, I put enough stuff out there for people to get who I am. Yeah. If they think I'm too extreme or too intense or whatever and they meet me and I am, and that's cool. You don't need to go with me. There's another trainer yeah, down the road, yeah. yeah. Um, but if you buy into my motivational stuff, if you buy into who I am as a character, as a person, and you, you like that, then mm-hmm. by all means, I'll yeah. quote or I'll train you or whatever if it works times and stuff. But the with people with a scarcity mindset, it's like, oh, I can't recommend him because then there's only one like PT client in the world. It's like it's nonsense. Like, yeah. there's if you help people, in fact, it helps you. Because yeah. if I recommend, oh, there's PT down there in Pure Gym. Like, I would regularly go to other gyms too. It's okay. like, I can't take other um, people in here. It's not an open gym. So why would I not promote the CrossFit gym that I'm at? Yeah. For the simple reason that it's, you know, it's a really good gym. I train on it. So yeah. if, I'm, if I'm training on it, then I'm definitely an advocate for it. Yeah. Instead of saying, oh, you, uh, you can only train in my gym. There's only one place to do weights in the world, my studio. It's, like, yeah. it's a load of nonsense. It's yeah. like, if they like me, if they buy into me, if they want my training, my motivation, come to me. If that doesn't work for you, go to the next guy. You know, yeah. it's, but it's the scarcity mindset affects everyone. Yeah, because there's enough people out there, so everyone can have a piece of the pie. Exactly. Yeah. Probably not the best thing to say to a PT, but no. yeah. everyone can have a piece the, of the, the protein the, pie. The, yeah, the the, the <laughs> steam swig of protein shakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Made of peanut butter and protein. <laughs> a couple of steak slices on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No pastry. So really, we've just created a peanut butter pie. <laughs> Like a steak snack with peanut butter. Yeah. Tell you to try that later. Yep. Tonight's dinner. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Um, but would you get a lot of abuse on Instagram? Like, are there guys and girls like on your Instagram, like, bro, your rotator cuffs, look at the shape of them? Yeah. Um, like, no, to be honest, I'm probably after this, I'll get loads more haters because they're like, he hasn't got enough, give him more. Yeah. <laughs> no, I sort of, my vibe is attract my tribe. So maybe the vibe I put out is a bit more positive. So I'm yeah. attracting more positive people that feel I don't need to troll me. Um, I do definitely get a load of like random DMs. People do slide in with like crazy ones. Okay. And there's a lot of like interest on male and female side. So it's like, yeah, whatever. But at the same time, you know, I see that as a compliment. You know, if someone's yeah. taking the time to send me a message and they don't know me, then brilliant. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. I'll reply most of the time. If it's just random trash, it's like, right, I go file that under B straight away. Like, but yeah. it's, yeah, yeah. So no, not much yeah. trolls. There's I had one the other day. My YouTube's not strong at the minute. I, it's sort of a hard platform to break into. If it catches, it catches. But I just put stuff up there almost like as an online directory for me. Yeah. But even still, like you'll probably get something really crap, hundred views or something. Um, but you'll still get this one person who hits the dislike button. You know, it's really offended him. The video It's like, mate, if you don't like the video, <laughs> don't dislike it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just move on elsewhere. Someone had said, um, what's the other day? obviously this has hit one of my heartstrings like two years on and still the same thing or something like what what does that even mean i'm like cheers mate for the feedback i'll i'll work that into the (laughs) next video or something secretly i'm laughing my head off because what he's done is actually 
taking the time to put a comment on mine, you know, it must have really offended him. Think, yeah. but it, people trolls will be there. You know, people love to like keyboard warrior you, but yeah. you know, in the end, it's just I've so thick skin. Anyone yeah. could say anything to me, to my yeah. face too. It doesn't, it doesn't even bother me in the slightest. So yeah. if anything, I find that fun. So it's like see who can produce the worst like trolling on you because yeah. it is what it is like. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, right, so cool. it's <laughs> at Jossie Pops. Yeah. <laughs> DM. Yeah. Go bad. Very good. You said that you went to uni and stuff, and you studied the mechanical engineering. Engineering. Um, like, as a kid, were you into those kind of? moving parts and all that kind of stuff or go way 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 back yeah. um the kid in there like the lego kid yeah oh lego well like kid. everybody's a lego kid like, what, do, what do you call the what do you call the things with the, the ball no, the ball and the magnet things oh yeah i love oh, those yeah no, i don't what know what are those i tried a rubik's cube the other day have you ever tried one of them i can never do it i can never do it well i'm gonna do it yeah watch there the space it'll come up it'll come up my stories i was around with the nephew and they were all chatting, having an adult conversation. Of course, my two-year-old brain decided, no, I can't do adult conversation. So I had found a Rubik's Cube, so like zoned out completely. They're talking about like current affairs, and I'm like... Yeah, that is. So Johnny, Brexit. Yeah, it's like, Rubik's Cube. It's like, I've nearly got all the reds. It's like like jumping in with like random shouting things. But no, I nearly did it. And I was like, wow, I was shocked myself that I actually could like get this thing because I've never yeah. tried one really it's just okay. something like oh, I can't do that yeah. so I'm going to buy a Rubik's Cube and do it so there's hmm? an actual well there's technique well how do you think that people do it like almost blindfolded yeah, so many turns and so, so many yeah, yeah like it's a huge list but like yeah. even to remember that to actually carry it out would be a skill in itself yeah. Yeah, but well, doing it without anything is it was more you're learning what well I suppose in the end the basis of that is you need to match all the colours so when you're doing twisting and turning and finding different ways to twist and turn you see that that colour moves and if you can move one, then you realise, well, I can keep moving. But yeah, no, I haven't done it yet, but I'll definitely watch the stories yeah. for that because I'm going to buy a Rubik's Cube and nail that. doing air squats. Whilst doing air squats and air bikes. And, and air bikes, yes. With fully weighted vests. Yeah. Fully weighted Rubik's Cube. It's actually going to be the size of this room. Yeah, and he's going to have to push the you know, whole thing right You have actually started that and do watch the space. I'm going to go on the air bike. I'm going to set myself an R and I've got an R to do a Rubik's Cube in the air bike. Class. That's brilliant. Yeah. You invented that. Uh-huh. Your full shirt. I want. I want straight pattern. Yeah, straight out there, <laughs> right, Ryan. I don't know, but um, yeah. Way back, the I suppose careers advice in school was horrendous. Oh um, yeah. Really 100%. bad, and I hope it's improved since. Um, but basically, I was wanting to be an architect all my life. It's like architect. Yeah, cool. Make funky buildings, and then I talked. Sound like an architect. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's I'm more of an artist than an architect, yeah. probably. Yeah, I'll draw funky buildings. Yeah. Um, but the the careers teacher actually said, well, so-and-so's husband's an architect. Talk to her. So I went to this um, teacher and said, I, um, architects are telling me about it. And it's like, oh, my husband earns the same as me. Um, you probably wouldn't like it. And I'm like, right, so the architect is earning the same as the teacher. And your husband doesn't particularly like it. I believe he worked for the civil service, so it wasn't like much scope there to do stuff. So that yeah. immediately put me off that. Yeah. From then I was like, right, well, I like physical stuff, so I wanted to be in the Marines. So then I went down to like um, Palace Barracks or whatever and got signed up for an officer training course. So I got accepted to go through uni as an officer for the Navy. Yes. Um, but then I didn't want the ties on that. So then they basically said, well, we can offer you the place after. 
Um, but if you go through, if we pay for your sponsorship and all through uni, mm-hmm. you'll owe us five years or something service. So I'm like, uh-uh, don't want to yeah. owe anyone anything. So then, of course, university then completely sculpted the way that life goes. You're sort of like, well, I don't want someone shouting at me and giving me those orders. So yeah. after uni, then I decided I didn't want to go into the Navy. And then that's when I'd already gone too far into it mechanical engineering but i always liked the idea of working for a car company designing their bodywork but then that's more on an artistic concept level yeah. as opposed to the facts and figures so then yeah just ended up in the whole building trade so it was all and um, just building services and well i worked actually in a factory for um it was aircraft components so it was okay. very much like milling machines and cnc machines which was so monotonous and it was destroying me so i was like i can't do this um, hats off to people who can there's no harm in that job but it was yeah it wasn't for me yeah i was yeah. just sitting in a machine watching this thing cut um aircraft parts i was like can't do that so then i went into the building services side so it was how the buildings are made up with their mechanical and electrical and ventilation stuff okay, yeah. so then that went down into then the drawing it up in 3d and that was a bit more interesting because you could actually draw like full buildings up in 3d um and then from there I went out freelance because I realized the guy was charging me out at like 40 quid an hour and paying me like nine or something. Oh, so I was right. like, yeah. Okay. So then I went out freelance and was freelance for a while. And from there I went, that's when I went to London because I got loads of like acting gigs and modeling gigs. And then I was like, right, go to London, do the dream. So did that, landed a load of stuff, random things out there. From there then the wife got homesick and was like, right, we'll go back because I can fly out for auditions and castings and then came back home. And yeah, decided I can't come back home doing what I was doing before I went out. So which was the engineering. Yeah. So then that's when I decided that personal training mm-hmm. was what I was about. Um, because I was doing the fitness thing anyway. Um, so then that's that. But that's me in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> so you would have happily stayed in London then. Um, London's a strange place. It's I loved it. Um, but it yeah, it's intense. Like it really is, and it's not a very friendly place. Um. You could probably bleed out in the street and people just watch you and just like, whoa, right, okay. uh, there's some bloke bleeding out because that's, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> watch my paradas, yeah. But yeah, they're not the most friendly until you speak to them, which is a strange thing. Okay. So if you actually take the effort to break the barrier or break the mold and talk to these people, they're really nice. Okay. But it's just, they've been, because there's, it's a mixing pot of all sort of communities and stuff. Everyone's just like, oh, we won't speak to him because he won't speak to us, to blah, blah, blah. So they'll have these like blinkers on and they just go about their daily life. Um, But yeah, London was good. There's definitely way more opportunity there. So if you're trying to break into any of those industries, you need to be there to an extent. Um, It just makes it easier. Um, Likes of castings, I still get called to go to the odd casting over in London. But let's face it, it's easier to get someone who's over there to go 20 minutes for a last minute call than to ring me to see if I can get a flight to come over. Because there's equally as many swarthy skinned beautifully handsome people over there as there is back here so it's you know yeah it's how, how long were you there for we were there we lasted eight months oh. um so it was good enough exp- the talk to say around seven months you change so if you go over to any country within seven months you'll have adapted their way of life so we were scared of becoming the typical londoner oh, okay. so okay. so we found ourselves getting a little bit more you know like straight we came back there stronger people in the sense that we told people what we want as opposed to before Northern Ireland's a very good way of just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll help you with that. But very much yes, people. Yeah. Oh, Whereas yeah. F- from living in London, we realized that no, say it as it is, you know, people probably appreciate you more for that too. You know, if you can't do it, say you can't do it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, what, kind of, what kind of area were you in whenever you were over there? Well, we were, were in the Polish area, area, so we were in um, Richmond. Okay. Um, which probably didn't add to the stresses and stuff which go over there because it was so dear. Like a two-bedroom apartment over there was what, 1600 By the time we had paid all our bills and stuff, I think we were throwing away about two grand a month oh on nothing. Like, And then you come back here and you've got like a detached <laughs> three-bedroom house, which is like ridiculous. Um, and you're paying not even a touch of that. Yeah, it makes a big difference. <clears throat> and then the missus as well missed the sea, which was so random, but... I get it totally now. We're very close to the coast where we are here. Um, and the first time we realized that like she was missing home was when we came back to visit people and we'd walk down the coast and then she was sort of all welling up and I was like, oh, this is really sweet. But at the same time, you know, in London, it's just all like tubes and subways and all that. Yeah, so there wasn't any of that. So you just realize, right, her heart clearly is still here. So I would rather see her happy than chase this sort of dream thing. But it's not... I don't think you ever give up on the dream. You just make it work for you. So you just mm-hmm. sort of move the goalposts a bit and see Yeah, things. just start the situation. Yeah. It's also as well, London's a very... Hi, I've told this story before, but it's quite funny. You go to... You get a casting, so your agent will get a casting saying, yeah. dark, swarthy, skinned person, 35, whatever, plain age this, muscular build, blah, blah, blah. So then they'll get in touch with you and go, oh, we've got the perfect thing for you. And you're like, wow, there's only one of me in the world. I've definitely got this. Yeah. So then you turn up at this casting and you've got like, no joke, I walked into this particular one. I think it was for one of the betting brands. I think it was like Ladbrokes or something or Paddy Power or something. But I walked into a room with me. It yeah. was just like 20 of me. Same haircut. Yeah, same, same everything. I was like, yeah. whoa, what's happened? Have I been cloned? It's just similar sort of look. But obviously that's the brief. Yeah. So yeah. the muscular dark skin blah, blah blah well not dark skin dark hair swarthy skin whatever so you're just seeing all these people who look like you and better than you way better than you and stuff and you're just like huh and you completely <laughs> then deflated as if like whoa i thought there was only one of me and stuff so yeah there's so many people so london's very much there's a lot going on and there's a lot of there's a bigger pool of people yeah. whereas i think you can potentially the best thing for us was coming back because you can make more of an impact on a smaller place yeah so in northern ireland i'm starting to establish a decent name for myself and i'm starting to become more known and it's simply because you're just you're putting decent stuff out people are recognizing you people are buying into what you do and there's less of a pool of people yeah so it seems to be better for me coming back home yeah ironically but then that's maybe everything happens for a reason or whatever yeah you believe in or what and have you have you been doing any like modeling acting anything here at any point yeah we get the odd um commercial and stuff and i'm still signed over in london i'm still signed down south where a lot of my work would come from um but very much in northern ireland it's all like um wedding suits and stuff so basically any wedding brochure you look at i am the bloke in it that's so if you don't know what i look like just look at any pick anyone um (laughs) i think i'm in i think i'm in about five at the minute which is quite funny so it's always the same groom different brides it's hilarious (laughs) So my wife would crack up as well because I've had like seven brides. Oh, awkward. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's totally random. But yeah, it is what it is. It seems to be the one paying job over here is wedding suits and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I'm still signed. So I still do work. But then I'm sort of falling into the older category now, which isn't a bad thing because if you think of your likes of Beckham and stuff, so male models can carry on a lot longer than what female models can. Um, but female models can earn so much more in the time that they're doing it. So obviously you don't really know that many big male models, but male models carry on longer. Yeah. So technically I could keep going at it um, and just be the face of like, 
I don't know, a whiskey brand or something, or something more that triumph the motorcycle or something. Yeah. yeah so it's you can. Northern Ireland's David Gandhi. That's it. Even you know, and David Gandhi's cool. Yeah, David Gandhi's. He would be someone I'd look up to. Like he's cool. Yeah, he's, he's a, a cool bloke. He is. You're, Amy's looking at both. Like, who is David Gandhi? <laughs> he's the or he was he the Calvin Klein model, the one who did, um, uh, or was it Davildorf the. Oh, that's even the wrong name, isn't it? I, that's Harry Potter, is it? Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Dumbledore models for Calvin yeah. Klein. Oh my word! No, it's that aftershave, the one where they're down. Is it on a boat, floating in the boat? Yeah, or whatever. He, yeah. That was him. Yeah, yeah. I, I see the advertisement in my head. But no, I was listening to a podcast with him there the other day, and he was saying that the way that they work is the, the same as the, the brides and grooms. Like the company, they find the, the guy, the guy model. Yeah. And like, I can't remember what it was. It, it was, let's say it was Dalton Cabana or something yeah. like that, or Gucci or something. He's had three campaigns with three different girls. Yeah. And now they find the right girl to like to go with to him. suit the brand. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Now she'll like continue on for and a year uh, or two, yeah. and then they'll have to find a new one. Yeah, yeah. I it's a weird industry. Like it really is, but it's it's fun all the same but once again you got to be thick skinned because you are talked about as a piece of meat you know you turn up and they'll look at you poke your prod you and then it's like yeah next and it's like whoa i have got emotions here mate um <laughs> do not play with them <laughs> but yeah no they do not give a damn and there's some real like just annoying people out there like a castings have been to and they've almost been so rude okay. and i can hold my tongue but at the same time i'm not going to be talked down to like so i was going to light on one because he was pretending i wasn't even there like completely okay. It's just like, mate, sort yourself out. Like, I don't yeah. want your job that much. You know, in the end, you're just casting me here. Yeah. But yeah, they need to know that the models are people too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it can't. Be. It's a weird industry. It just totally is yeah. weird. But and who casts? Is it like an ex-model that casts you? Or like just some... It would be a who... casting director. So they would have a job. That is yeah. their job to yeah. find the correct person for that. So it's the same with acting too, yeah. you know. You, a casting director casts for that part they've mm-hmm. got a brief by the um company, company yeah. um, the production company and they're told right this is what we want and the casting director then takes it on them mm-hmm. to cast the person right for that role put forward a load of suggestions and then the director picks who they want so it's the same and as how do you set yourself out like like you were saying you walked into the room and there was like 15 of you yeah how do you set yourself apart well i don't think or you do need you have to i don't think you need to i think you just do you so okay, yeah. if they like me they like me because i almost don't want to play someone like i don't want to go in there being fake because then you got to be fake the whole time you're employed so if yeah. i go in and try to be the upbeat motivated person that i am and just be that person then if they like me they'll hire me and then i can be me on set whereas if i go on set being someone who is like pretending like i don't know yeah it's just so yeah you try to be nice and talkative and remember the names and chat yeah. away but yeah you just I think you've got to be you and if it's not the job for you then there's millions like the amount of jobs you get turned down so it's probably back to your 80% 80-20 yeah 80-20 rule you're probably 80% of the jobs you don't get so you'll turn up for these castings it's not like everyone would love to turn up for a cast and get it every time but 80% rule probably you get 20% of the stuff you go for so the other 80% is just a waste of time driving across London or sitting in a tube across London to be told "Eh, no you're not right mate yeah what about the, the whole Zoolander face thing? Do you have a certain... What's that called? Blue, blue steel. Blue steel. Blue of course steel. I have blue steel. <laughs> to the face. <laughs> Brilliant. But that's, yeah, that's about it. Um. And then in 
terms of your future plans. So you're set up here now. Um, are you like working? Well, you'd said that you'd started a podcast with Lucy. Yeah. Um, only just Lucy is a, a lovely girl, actually, that we I should say girl. That makes her sound like a child. Lady. She's a young lady. She's a lady. <laughs> She's a lady. She's a lady. <laughs> Hi, Lucy. <laughs> um, we interviewed her for our pod. Um, she was one of our first yeah, ones. Three or four episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she was great to chat to, but... Um, yeah, she... so we started this Only Just um, Pops podcast. So it's not a podcast. Um, we're trying to coin it as a vlogcast, which is having a different thing. So very much about the video as much as the audio. So it's like yourselves. It's trying to get a person of interest. Um, so that's not on the... The bad boys terms. So normally you hear the police talking about we have a person of interest. <laughs> so it is very much on a um, actual person of interest. So instead of going for all the usual bloggers and people who we've pretty much established from the 20 podcasts have all done, we're trying to find people sort of who haven't really been on so many podcasts and not go for the usual people. So just people of interest. So yeah, similar sort of concept um like the thing is podcasts are so current at the minute our recent one about to come out is quite funny because we have a dig at it um so we have the person we have in we have them joking about how podcasts are so like everyone's doing it which they are but they're relevant because people are now realizing that it's a good medium to listen to people yeah so if you've got something to say and once again it's a scarcity mindset more 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 bring on all the podcasts but it's about setting yourself out from everyone else yeah I think um, we got lucky in that sense that there's well there's only a couple started up since in Coquille but like we were pretty uh, we sort of hit it just before the the big rush in Northern Ireland yeah, yeah but uh no, well that's good and keep going with it that was a really it. hipster statement I was like yeah we were first <laughs> yeah we did, did it before it, it was cool yeah <laughs> well that's it everyone's doing like, on the fit yeah. loads of personal trainers are doing it now too yeah but I just didn't want to do another personal trainer podcast. So yeah. it was like, right, how can I make this difference? So one thing that me and Lucy thrive in is like creativity and video. Yeah. So it's like, well, we can't not utilize our video background. Now my video background is nothing. It's just being an asshole in front of the camera. That's my <laughs> video background. But Lucy was good at it, amazing at the editing and stuff. So it's like, right, if we can get people in, make like a funny skit before it, funny skit at the end, have a little bit of a chat in between, which can also then be... Um, you can listen to it as a podcast then cool why not let's do it yeah. it means we get to meet interesting people and That's chat the thing. it's really it's really good in that sense it's, That's it. it feeds the nosiness exactly <laughs> but it feeds That's just the, me it, no well that's it it's the same with everyone it, it feeds the sort of creative side because we're getting to make regular content video wise and think on a funny level of how we can introduce the guests then yeah that's all it is and it if it goes anywhere it goes somewhere if it doesn't it doesn't and I was asked why I was doing it, and it's definitely non-profit. It's simply for the love of creating. Yeah. And as cheesy as that sound, it genuinely is for the love. Because I get to think of some way out concept, and then get a cool guest. Well, normally we find the guest and think, right, how can we introduce and out introduce? Yeah. <laughs> how can we intro them and outro them? Um, and then that's when the fun happens because you can think of this really cool way in and really cool way yeah. out, and then just create loads of funny videos from that. Yeah. That's great. Um, but that's that's all it is. But it is just a podcast in there, but there's video element around it, yeah, which that's cool. Sounds yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. We we did video in the, the last, last one. one. We haven't got it out yet. Haven't got it out yet. We'll be out by the time this one's out. Uh, How did you find it? Well, that was the first. I was it. really intimidated because like I don't do like. Well, if if you looked at my Facebook, like most of my friends tag me in pictures and I look like a troll. I don't really care about what I come across. She like does not sense. look like a troll. <laughs> but it's it. 
it's not something like where I'd be like, no, don't put that up. No, don't put that up. Because I care that much about what I like. Like, but whenever you're on video, it's like, actually that is you the whole, the whole time. And there's no, yeah. there's no fixing that. So, and yeah. I forgot it was there actually until well, one of them mentioned it. And I was like, <laughs> I felt like yeah, I froze, froze again for another couple the of thing, minutes. The only thing we are finding with the video side is it just adds a whole new depth. Like you've weighed in here with your very cool mixer. It's like, he's a <laughs> DJ. That's it's amazing. Um, and it's very like portable and stuff. As soon as you start introducing video and then the edit, oh, the edit. Yeah, you've got like potentially a 40, 50 minute interview, um, which we're trying to keep them down quite low too. So mm-hmm. we're trying to only go for 20 minutes. So we're trying to take the best bits. Um, but even at that, you know, there's so much editing to find the best bits. So it suddenly adds what could be a, um, let's see, take straight from audio and put out. Um, now it's a straight from audio, make micro content, chop, 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 chop. And then yeah. next thing it's like yeah. a five day thing, which should have just been a take straight out. Yeah, that's how but, it goes. That's yeah. how it goes with video editing. We actually, at the start, we were like, oh, our podcasts are going to be, I don't even know how long we're thinking. Yeah, we were like, half an hour talking like half an hour talks, then we'll probably, we'll probably like run out of things to say and it'll go like, uh, uh, And so have you got any pets? Or? (laughs) People have a lot. Yeah, what's your middle name? People have a lot to say. Paul, people have a lot to say, but the, um, it's whether or not it's interesting. So I'm always worried that people's attention span nowadays, like I know on a personal level, I like look at something and if it's any more than 10 minutes, I'm like physically asking the question, can I commit to this? You know, like, can oh, I really? give this? Now it's different with the podcast where you can walk around and listen oh, to it. Yeah. So I can have it on a car and drive. Yeah. But if I'm watching a video, it's like, can I really give 10 minutes of my time to watch this? Yeah. Um, whereas like, yeah, that's why we're trying to keep it short. Cause ours is, we do want to push the people towards the video side as opposed okay. to the audio side. Yeah. But we also want the audio side to be directly downloadable so that if they, they see the intro, they see the outro, and then, like, right, there's three people sitting there. So although we'll cut in on certain shots and yeah. stuff, we do want, yeah, we want them more to view the video and enjoy it. So we yeah. try to keep it down lower for yeah. that reason. But then, like, you get someone chatting and you find, whoa, I didn't know that. That's really interesting. And yeah. then next thing, you're on tangent. and Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, we find, actually, over time, once you get past, like, the first half hour, it actually becomes... An yeah. even better conversation. And like, <laughs> Delete the first half hour. You're just yeah. like, that, that sucked. Get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, it's got really long. In fact, they've all got yeah. quite but long. But you have to get there. You have to get to the first half hour before you can get to the... Well, yeah, and I suppose we're just... the first half hour. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay with Leanne. Like, we, we, met, we knew Leanne. So yeah. it was more natural, I think, from the start. Yeah. But, like, even this mm. is probably going to come across better, like, the last half. Yeah. Just because we've only met you and yeah, many yeah. of our our people that we don't know um as nice as we all are to each other there is like an automatic yeah. time of like integration I where you dread up i'm dreading up but the awkward guests you get like so far we've been so good that our guests have been generally outgoing interesting cool yeah. talkative people yeah but it's your dread that moment that you get the awkward one yeah and it's like as you were saying it's like what's your middle name <laughs> and I know, yeah i know i know they're interesting people you're sort of like well is this working for someone to listen to? Yeah. So, yeah. And then the thing I find funny as well is the intros. So no matter what, like you could be so comfortable in front of the camera or whatever, but just that actual moment of going, hello and welcome to yeah. the morning pod coffee. Yeah, yeah that because... was another attempt on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's another mix morning. up. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing our name, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid gonna, of it. It's going to be a random combination of three words. <laughs> Has to include morning and coffee and pod. Yeah. So, so pod coffee morning. 
<laughs> so the coffee actually, poured morning. <laughs> you can actually mix the words up. Yeah. Potty morning cough. <laughs> it's like the first place we did in that thing that I kept calling it Takaria. Or no, that's actually the oh, right. I, I actually didn't see that. <laughs> see, there we go. I couldn't get it right in front of everything, but then I got it. La Takiera, I kept calling it, which it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even look how it's pronounced. Um, but he's like, no, it's a Takaria. And I'm like, a La Takiera. And it's like, this is Adam from La Takiera. And it's like, Takaria. I'm a Tucker, oh, I don't know, whatever. But See, yeah, it was like Joey trying to learn French. Yeah, you break it down, he gets it, put it all together. Like, ah, I feel beautiful. Yeah, you can't. It's way too complicated, but yeah. <laughs> Entertaining though. I did watch watch your first first one, and I was just like, I don't even know what to call it. I actually probably would have called it the same. Takira. Takira. I think I was like looking at it as I don't know why. Takaria. I think. And it's tacos. Yeah, it's tacos. That's what got it into my head then, because I was like, Tacoria. Yeah. Tacoria. Like, as if that's what they sell, put it in the name. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how people react to video, like, it really is. Like, we, for the, what was it called? The Only Just Launch, Mm. we had to do, like, a, or we didn't have to, we were asked to do. You know, Lucy asked oh, us to do yeah. like a wee oh, like thirty no. second segment. It was so... We totally. Do you know what? It took, we we sent her a minute and a half clip. He had it. We filmed student. it over the. I had a placement student in with me in work, mm. so I was like, okay, you can film it. I think we should have just. It was at least fifty five minutes. Yeah. It took us fifty five minutes. to Take film the first a one. Rule of thumb in mind. So the way I edit or post anything is literally know what you're gonna say roughly, go completely extreme on it, and take the first one because you can seem so staged the more you like practice yeah. and stuff yeah. so it's more it's better just going oh my yeah wow woo, yeah. and doing something <laughs> stupid as opposed to doing like um oh yeah yeah whoa woo, or something yeah. then it's yeah. like it's like no the that's it. He's, what he's yeah. just completely bluffing this but yeah we couldn't even get our words right we couldn't even speak well, even, even but it, it doesn't matter so as long as it gets across the concept yeah. so that's the same with me getting names wrong and everything yeah. like but it doesn't Everyone knows it's the morning coffee pod, coffee morning pod. Oh, it doesn't well matter. Done. Pod morning coffee, yeah. It doesn't matter because it's that those name. They'll see that on that. So yeah. it, as long as you're getting it roughly about right, that's what people want. They would rather. Green, pinky. Which oh, one? same thing we do every day. <laughs> try to take over the world. Um, no, yes, global domination. I would be the brain, clearly. Okay. Yes. Obviously. Totally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's no. the greatest intro to a TV show ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. well, definitely up there anyway. It's so it's cool. Yeah, no, just keep doing what I'm doing. I love the expression and I've definitely got to get a tattoo right across my forehead or something, but <laughs> keep on keeping on. Oh. Just, yeah. Keep on keeping that's on. Quite so it's quite Well, let's do it. Yeah. Next. I did see it. We did teach to do it. We were down on the, oh, we on down, the bay there. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, we could go. That's it. Let's do <laughs> this. Time. Let's do it. But the. Let's ask the wife first. Oh, yeah, that's a good <laughs> nah, idea. She has no choice. It's my forehead. Um, keep on keeping on. Yeah. Just keep doing what I'm doing. I'm doing good things. And yeah, we're making a mark. And yeah proud of what i'm doing and just keep training people to be better people train myself to be a better person and yeah make interesting videos and make people laugh i enjoy the creativity and the fun and not take myself too seriously and that's that's it that's all i'm doing and you're here for good now no plans to leave again well we're very much on we no aspirations for kids just yet because i think uh, if anyone just said to us 
Let's go and live in New York. I'd be there in a shot, I think. Yes, okay, I like that. You're City of Dreams. <laughs> yeah, totally. No chance. No? Uh, I'm just back he's just back York. from New York. Really? Yeah. I've been there like five times and I fell in love nah, and man. everything. Wow. No. no? We were in New York for... You were business Sunday, tripping though. Like, you yeah. were crazy busy. Yeah. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday afternoon, we left, took the train to D.C. Loved D.C., Really? But New York's just not for me. It's too... It's like, why, why, why it's, are you even talking no, like, to this it's guy? Too big. It's, it's too big. Okay. It's too big. Well, yeah, I get that. But one of the things I loved about London um, was the fact that you just got lost in it. And that's like times 10 with New York. With yeah. New York, that's... you can be who you want to be. I could run around with a massive red cape on and no top and... <laughs> I just don't know. Normal yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just pretty much normal. Yeah. No one would bat an eyelid. They don't care. And that's what makes it so cool because it's just this like massive and it's just a it See, is I don't like that. It's like a movie set. Like, the whole thing is a movie set. To outdo each other. Everyone needs to be but the are they trying, person. Yeah, but are they trying to outdo each other or are they just expressing their inner I, selves? I think they have to be trying to outdo each other. Yeah. Like no like there's no way that everybody is that mental all the time. <laughs> Or maybe they are, and Northern Ireland just curbs our mentalness. I would say that with LA, well, I would say LA would be like that. I've been to LA, and it was a bit like full on. Everyone just seemed fake. It's like, oh my God, like, just so like that everywhere. But um, New York seemed just a bit more cool. It like seemed like the cool LA. Yeah. With a lot of, there is no, I won't call them weirdos because that's unfair, but there is a lot of eccentrics around New York. Like, there's no getting away from that. But that, I almost think. Is what makes it so. It. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, if I was going to live there, I couldn't live. I'd have to live in Fifth Avenue. I'd have to live somewhere. <laughs> Good luck with that. I know exactly. You're, like yeah. like we were talking to people. Here, yeah. right? We were talking to people on like Trump Tower. Yeah. Yeah. Top. He actually owns it. Yeah. He's the director of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like we were talking to people and like they said they were offered billions for their building this year. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, the. Key like, Street in New York. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. But like DC, I like because they have a they have a law in DC that the no building can be taller than the Capitol building. Yeah. So like, there's it's a limit to. Small, yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, cool. But like, I'm surrounded in mountains all the time. Like, I get. Well, like, yeah, you'd probably like be like your wife. Like, I know I would miss the sea if I was away yeah, from home. Yeah, I would care about the sea. Oh right, okay, mountains. Just mountains. Yeah. Just like looking, not climbing, I'm just looking. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's it. You sort of, like, I wouldn't say, if we just had the sea, if we had sun sea. I think we could go anywhere. Um, yeah. New York. Yeah, there was the... Well, you sort of... Kilkeel aren't that dear. Yeah. That's a good spot. <laughs> yeah, well, I believe it. Oh, actually, Kilkeel is lovely. I've been I've a been couple of it. I have been, yeah. Um, but yeah, just... It's like Northern Ireland, I find, as well. It's just that tad behind everywhere else. So if we could bring, like, it a bit more modern as such, then, yeah, I feel like I could happily stay here. Okay. Just got to get out with the capes. Yeah, Sounds that's like that's the only... Try that in Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might not work. Well, yeah, maybe they will accept it nowadays. Yeah. Belfast is becoming more liberal. Yeah. Maybe not for capes and topless with capes. Probably not, no, but give it a year or two. Yeah, probably. anything goes. Especially with spiders. Yes. Still yeah. <laughs> maybe a few years after that. What I you could... about? Have you not been there on a Wednesday evening? Like... Now I work, sorry. Oh, right, okay. Sitting <laughs> in the office, coming away. <laughs> Look out your window, you'll see plenty of capes about. Amy's there, I got a cape. In the middle of Coco. It's pink, pink and green. 
Oh, wow. It doesn't clash. It's a really good color together. Oh, okay. Two You've colors. clearly prepared for this. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, does that... Yeah, it's almost too overthought that <laughs> yeah. it's actually true. Like, I never really oh, thought what color like my cape lying. would be. Yeah. If it did have a cape, it'd have to be black. Like, yeah. definitely. Batman. Red. Yeah. Superman. Mm, no? The black cape, yeah. But I don't think it would do the weird Batman thing at the bottom of the wee... I do thing. have oh, the no. black cape in my studio. Did I ever show you the black cape? No. It, it make... This is actually a perfect story. Things. You're a seamstress. Oh you've my been word! Sit, you've been sitting making your making capes. Yeah, I'm ready for this. This is why studio. I'm pushing it right now. Is because like I'm gonna make this She's a thing, and then I'll be like, the... "Hey guys, come buy them here." Yeah, the big pink, pink and green capes. Oh gosh! Wow. <laughs> Um, I did make a cape for a lady, like, to know that they were overdresses. Not, like, superhero <laughs> capes. <laughs> I can't disclose her name, but she's Wonder Woman. <laughs> she, um, well, there's a couple, but, you know, like, they were perfect uh, capes over, like, dresses for going to weddings or whatever. And um, I made a twelve dress, or what I call them, would be, like, a mock yeah, yeah. cape. But I had this fabric black cheap strange fabric and worked out how to make this cape and then walked about the house in it like a total loser for a while but actually like it was a great basis to make her one yeah. but it's a proper snape cape like oh, wow. it is full on nearly to the floor like it's class i don't Hers know if wasn't. i don't know if i'd wear a cape though nowadays like i think if it was a superhero would be i've been watching the punisher if you watched that i've watched bits of it oh, i've watched, I watched the first so season good. it's amazing um but yeah, the Punisher, hence my haircut at the minute. I was oh. like, I just need that haircut. It's like, <laughs> Mikey, can you cut my hair like the Punisher? Send him a couple of photos. And he's like, yeah, I can do that. So then next thing I'm coming back with like a army cut. Yeah. But it's so cool. You need to watch that show. It's yeah. not a plug. They're not endorsing me to say this, but yeah. Well, I might watch it anyway. My but if they want to endorse us. This yeah, Marvel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Morning coffee cup, pod, pod coffee morning. Yeah, we know your marketing department is not the scratch, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> this is where you need to be. Yeah. No, it's a good show, very gory though, so if you're not into gore, it's maybe not for you, but it's good. One of the yeah. better ones, because I think it's probably one of the better ones too, all the Marvel geeks will go crazy at this, but it's, um, the guy's not a superhero, because I'm so dumb with superheroes, yeah. it's like just, oh my, another flying wreck of the world person, yeah. um, whereas this guy, the Punisher, is just really, like, good, yeah. So and he doesn't let people live, so it's like the bad guy needs to die, so he just kills all yeah. of them. I like but it's only people who deserve to die, it's not like he's just ruthless, but yeah. it's, it's so cool. Yeah, no, he, he's, I really like him, I really like Daredevil, but I don't like the other series. What's the um, Jessica Jones. Jess, I didn't like it at I all. Watched it. It's terrible. I haven't even watched that and one. Then it's the it's, not it's watching, Punisher. He's nothing to do with the guy Cage. No, what's the I big guy? Nicholas Cage or something. Or? Nicholas Cage. Johnny Cage. Johnny <laughs> Cage. It's, it's, yeah, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Cage. Is he not like National Treasure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is actually the Punisher. <laughs> yeah. But I'm looking forward to the movie, the last movie, the of. Uh, Avengers. Oh right, yeah. And no. One more, and that's it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't really been Sorry. following it. No, I'll admit that. I sort of lost it in Iron Man 2. Was yeah. it now like Iron Man like, 50 or something? It's like 2009? I could just, yeah, it just kept coming out. And I know once again, all the Marvel fans and your haters will be going, ah. Yeah. But it's just too samey like. You know, I loved my thing when I was young as well was X-Men. And I don't even think I've seen the most recent ones of them because it just became like yeah, well, another yeah, superhero yeah. film. But yeah. 
Good Do stuff. It. Well, um, at that point, then we just close up and... Yeah, I didn't think we were getting to capes and superheroes today. But... No, I wasn't expecting that either. That's my favorite part. <laughs> In fact, let's start again. Start. So let's we'll... Welcome to the Coffee Morning Pod. <laughs> and we're talking about superheroes today with Jossie Pops. It does work as a superhero name today. Yeah. Yeah. J-Pops. J-Pops. Yeah. Like, you could actually have that, you know, that instead of music. the wham. What's it got? Wham. Music with J-Pops. Japanese. That's K-pop. K-pop. Korean. Oh. Yeah. Close yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's a couple of letters on that? It's the next There's... one over. Yeah. Um, okay, well, then in that case, we'll get you to plug yourself again. I think we've got it, like, right through, but still. Plug myself. You can get me on all forms of social media under Jossie Pops of some sort. So there's not many Jossie Pops out there. So J-O-S-S-I-E-P-O-P-S. If you do want training, hit me up, slide into my DMs and yeah, cool. just and keep podcast. watching. Podcast is Only Just Pops. So it's Only Just Lucy with Jossie Pops becomes Only Just Pops. And yeah, just watch it. If you like it, like it. If you don't, you don't. That's just the way the world works. Love it. Yeah, sweet. Well, thanks very much for yeah, coming on. Yeah, thank you. It's yeah. great. It's good thanks to have for you. hosting us here in this yeah. class studio. First podcast in the gym. Thanks, I'm gonna, I'm thanks gonna go for work having me. I'm going to work out here yes, now. So. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, subscribe. Yes, actually. We never tell anybody to subscribe. We never do, and that's really, really bad. It's um, probably fine. I don't care. It's mostly an anchor, if isn't it? Awesome. Anchor and Apple. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. We are all, all Subscribe. Directions. We need a wee, our theme tune actually, we should just get the guys that, that wrote our wee theme tunes to just sing over them as well. I think we just call it there now. We just, yeah, can, can you just separate do that, that? Do that one more time? Subscribe. That should work. <laughs> cool. All right, thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Adios.